Alrighty, folks, uh, it's uh, time for the General Knowledge Podcast. It's the members bonus show. Welcome to all the members. Hope you guys are uh, enjoying the content being put out for you all. Oh, don't just change that web browser. Let's go back. Um, tonight, I've got a guest on. Um, she has uh, come on the show before. She was here for episode one for season five. Shannon Rowan is uh, joining us again for a conversation. But this time, uh, it's just for basically us, uh, for the members here. Half of the show will be split, so we'll put up half of this for the mem- uh, for the rest of the audience as a bit of a teaser. So if you like what you're hearing, you find it interesting, then feel free to contribute and enjoy the rest of the show, and plus all the other 41 other bonus content shows that I've got, plus all of the other, other content I've put out for members as well, including uh, video versions of every other episode that we do as well. Um, that's just for the members and uh, a lot of content that I share that um, you kind of need to, a visual thing to go along with. So uh, only the only the paid members are actually getting versions of that, but everyone else only gets the audio version. So if you want a little bit more out of it, um, feel free to just contribute, guys. Um, head over to Patreon or go to Buy Me A Coffee. That's the other one I've got started. If you don't want to support Patreon and uh, their wicked ways of censoring people, which hopefully I don't get censored, <laughs> but uh, I've set up a backup basically, which is over at Buy Me A Coffee. Uh, com forward slash General Maddox uh, is the uh, username over there. But here we go. So for today's episode, um, I'm sure all my listeners are probably familiar with her work and um, the book that she's got as well, which we covered on uh, the first episode for this season. Shannon Rowan. How are you going, Shannon? Thanks for coming on. I appreciate you sparing the time for me for another another chat. Should be fun today. Yeah, I'm doing well, Elite. How are you doing? Yeah, good, or How good. are you going? Sorry. I yeah. to, <laughs> you got to go, how's it going, mate? <laughs> How you going? <laughs> that, that was good. That was actually pretty good. You sounded like some of the locals here. <laughs> uh, it's, it's wonderful to see you, mate. Um, glad, yeah. glad to have you back on for a bit of a chat. Um, as you know, I, I was sort of we, we teed this up a little while ago, and I didn't really have a... Back then when I booked you in, I knew I wanted to do a member show, but uh, obviously I only sent you some information over the last couple of days of the sort of the topics I wanted to cover for this one. Um, so for, for the listeners out there today, we're going to just sort of have a, a bit of a fun talk for the first half of the episode, I guess, and then the second half we'll probably get into a bit more of the nitty gritty stuff. Um, so the topics today, we're going to kind of have a little look at things like, which could quite possibly be glitches in the matrix. Um, everyone sort of talks about it. It's kind of in, into the lexicon that this reality that we're in could be fake. It could be like the Matrix. We're in maybe like a Truman Show kind of setting that uh, weird things happen that can't be explained and the people around you might see, I guess we can refer to them as the NPCs, don't even look at it and don't give it any thought and they're like but people like us are looking at it going what is going on? Why is that thing doing the thing that it's doing? And I've got some examples to show people as well so we will do some screen sharing and um, showing some of the content as well. Um, one of the ones I didn't send you though, Shannon, um, was quite interesting. It's just a, it was a story, and it was basically um, I, I can probably uh, it's one of the ones that you kind of need audio for, but uh, I won't show the because the lady who's talking in the video it's one of those silly TikTok ones I think, and um, her face is kind of in the way of the text, so you can't quite read it. But I'll, I'll give you the gist of it anyway, and just for the listeners out there, I, quite, I thought it was quite, quite strange. Um, this woman was telling her story about how she was pregnant and she um, she started to feel the, you know, like she was going to give birth. So they took her to the hospital. Um, when she was in hospital, you know, doing some scans and things. And they're like, oh, you know, your, your baby's, you know, in, in trouble. She's not getting any, any oxygen or he's not getting any oxygen. Um, yeah, we need to, she might be in breach. Oh, he, sorry, the baby's a boy. The boy might be in breach. Uh, we might need to do a emergency Caesar, you know, to get the baby out and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, apparently the baby ended up being stillborn because it died of lack of oxygen in her womb just before they got him, got him out. And, um, all this, you know, this horrible stuff it was such a traumatic experience. And then she remembers going home and, you know, that night after, um, after all this trauma in the hospital and then waking up the next day. And she's still pregnant, and she's like, "What's what's going on? Why am I? What what is this?" And then she starts going into labor, and she's like, "Okay, this is weird." And she rolls over and tells her husband, "She's like, what's going on? Why am I pregnant? We lost our baby yesterday." And he's like, "What are you talking about? You know, this is no. You're obviously you're in labor now. Maybe you had a bad dream or something." And she's like, "She." Then she thought maybe shit. Maybe it was just such a, a weird dream. Anyway, she goes to the hospital. 
and then she's pleading to them to to scan her to say, "Look, my baby's going to be in breach. My baby's in breach, and you know you need to you need to help get him out." And they're like, oh, "What are you talking about? How do you know?" And then they do a scan, and they're like, "Oh, he is. Oh, we'll get you an emergency." So they end up getting the baby out, and he and he survived because because of this information that she had. Very strange. Whoa. Fast forward about three years, the boy ends up being about three years old, and he one day he just turns to mum and says, "Mum, do you remember when I died in your belly?" Oh my god! And no. she just completely <laughs> flips out and freaks out. She's like, "What do you mean?" And then the baby's like, "I died in your belly, mum." Like she, oh like that, like he, he knew what happened, but mm-hmm. it was like this glitch in the matrix of the thing, you know. Like it, it, she's like, "Oh my god, it was real," you know. Very strange occurrence, very odd, very very weird oh. story, but it was fascinating. I, <laughs> that, I couldn't, I yeah, couldn't that, believe it. That reminds me of um, <laughs> kind of like these time slip stories. Have you heard any of those? Yes, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. and so that kind of theory is that there's like a parallel universe and duplicate, and they're just kind of like slightly off. So it kind of is similar to this Matrix idea where something you know changes just slightly one day to the yeah. other. They don't quite like maybe they restart things and it's a little different, or they not think at all. It depends on how you view it. Is it mm. is it a parallel universe? Is it the Matrix reloading and not doing it quite right, and mm. like there's an update and it kind of like screws up. There's a glitch the in the update. <laughs> yeah, and somebody's like life is totally changed. So the yeah. one that really haunted me because you can look these up and if you look under time slips, you'll probably find this one is a woman who said who claims again. I mean, you don't know it's an internet story. We don't know these people, and how would she ever prove this? This is what's hard, the hardest part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Swears that you know she had this other life and she wakes up one day and it's completely changed. Like and so. Like they say, what happened was in her other first life, you know, regular life, she uh, she like left the one boyfriend for another, had a new one, um, you know, was with a new boyfriend, whatever. And then so she wakes up one day, she's with the old boyfriend, who's in the bed and stuff. And she's like, "What's going on here?" Like things are, other things are different. Sheets are different. Some you know details in the, yeah, yeah. the house are different. And she's like, "What the hell? I thought we broke up months ago." It's like, "What are you talking about?" She goes to work. Her office is different. Some of the same people, like they know her and stuff, but she doesn't even know, understand what her job is or what's going on there. So she goes like homesick, and she's just she's trying to find this boyfriend. He doesn't seem to exist. Can't wow. find him. Person doesn't exist, and so like all these things changed, just because she woke up one day and was different, and she mm. can't get back to that other reality again. It's just not there, you know. Isn't it bizarre? Because we're yeah. we're, we're always told that you know. Us right now, we're in a we're in the waking state. You know what I mean. And when you're asleep, you're in an unconscious state. But they're really just two different versions of reality, aren't they? Because just because you're asleep doesn't mean reality it doesn't it doesn't it ceases to exist. Your your mind creates the reality that what's around you because all of our senses rely on you know uh, external input stimulus, which are almost like chemical uh, not chemical but electrical receptors in our our eyes, our, our, everything we do, it's all sort of based electrically. But when we're asleep, you know, we're still having, our brain is all also based on electrical impulses and stuff. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's so hard to describe, yeah, but yeah, what just are, because what you're asleep. dreams really? Can that's right. Really, our our dreams. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, I don't, I mean, cause I have really vivid dreams with, with all kinds of, often I'm other characters or I'm multiple characters yeah, and same, it's very yeah. intricate storylines and, Lots of, you know, landscapes I've never seen before and all kinds of things happening. It's strange how quickly we can, like, lose that when we wake up. But sometimes mm. I regain it, like, that dream from the night before. I might hit the pillow and go back to it. Or I'll have a continue. Or I'll wake up at night, go back to the same dream. I'll continue, continue. You know, um, it's, it's, and then, like, that dream logic is always so different. We, we understand it. We're in it. We understand that world completely. We cannot explain it because it doesn't relate to our waking, you know, world. Like, we can't. How like how often do you try to tell somebody your dream and there's just no way to really ever explain that. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it, it's very strange. But yeah. what you sort of touched on before with like you know something, this this person you were referring to, something changed and she couldn't explain it, you know. But to her, to her, it was it was real. What, what she was experiencing was the current reality, but it wasn't right to her. You know what I mean? So that's why I kind of. I, I see these examples of people putting up weird things and weird videos and stuff. And like, I'm going to just do a quick screen share now for the members there, so you can see just one example. And we'll, and we'll sort of go through them a little bit while I'm talking about them. Um, let me know when you can see my screen there, Shannon. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So just, just, and, and this is odd because at no point in time do 
clouds have straight edges. You know what I mean? Like, we might see the, a contrail, a chemtrail, whatever, you know, like a, some geoengineering happening and stuff, which is very odd. You'll see the streaks and lines in the sky, but never a massive big cloud formation that has straight edges. So let's have a quick look at this little example here. This person's putting up, you can clearly see, it's a rectangle. The cloud above them is a weird rectangle. You know, look at that. Since when do clouds have straight edges? You know what I mean? How is that even possible? And why are there, is there really no one else around looking up at this sky going, you know, wait a minute, what's going on here? And I don't even remember seeing video footage of that on any news broadcasts or clips. You know, how like um, with regards to the Turkey earthquake we saw just recently, there was that weird cloud formation in the sky. I don't know if you saw footage of that, but that actually did make some international news. It was this weird, mm-hmm. weird, foot- weird, weird cloud footage. Um, I've definitely it, seen some weird shapes from but clouds it made the after, news. after but Yeah, I mean, we, we, all, we often see... Yeah, like yeah we often see of, weird clouds, but since yeah. when do we see rectangles in the sky? Like, it's not possible. So, to me, I'm, like, I'm sitting there going, what is that then? Like, and, and why is there not so many people crowded around pointing up, filming this, looking at it, going, look at this. Like, what is that? You know, how... Well, I am going to play devil's advocate and say that it could be doctored, the, 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 the footage. So... Yeah. And, and I'm not going to discount that as a possibility as well. Yeah, it has to. Be. We have to consider that the, some of these things we're going to look at today are man-made, so to speak, as in terms of um, video editing and everything. Um, it's a good job if it is, but doesn't. Yeah, I inherently trust distrust like TikTok, especially because it was sort of like um, there were all these TikTokers, whatever. Their whole jobs were to come up with the most outrageous short videos and get as many followers as possible and and they don't have to be real you know mm-hmm. i mean the point is kind of that they're not you know and they're, they're, that you're trying to get people to believe something is real that isn't so right there just because of that and that's kind of like what that's been built that platform's been built on you know i just yeah. um that's why i I, yeah. I think there are there really um there's a lot available to people now with video editing and if you actually are into video editing there's so many great programs you could do a lot of amazing things with those tools. Oh yeah, so. look at look at the yeah graphic interfaces these days. They're phenomenal. But let me just let me just for a second there, let's just ponder the the possibility that that is a real cloud formation and what that could like. Just, just let's just take th- hypothetically that yes, this person right. did see this and this cloud was was an, was a was a weird shape. You know, like is this one of those examples where you know this person's all of a sudden just looked up and there's a weird cloud there? Yeah. And, you know, like, what if later on, yeah, he goes back and it's all gone and it's back to normal again? Like, is it is this person having a, a weird waking consciousness? You know, something's been tweaked in the Matrix, maybe? I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just, it's fun to entertain the, the thought that, what if this is actually real? You know, you kind of have to consider it as still one of the options, as well as it being, a, a, you know, it's being faked. But um, well, I find it fascinating just that people don't even look at chemtrails, that they don't true. notice. You know, I mean, I was I was noticing when they first really started in earnest and when I lived in Washington, D.C., and I was like, what's going on? Like, this is crazy. And I was trying to tell people, I was taking pictures, documenting it, putting it on Facebook, and I would get these comments like, oh, that's just, you know, they dismiss it or like, but nobody was noticing is what I found. And I'm like, it starts off with a perfectly blue sky and then all these crisscross patterns come in. And, and I remember there were never persistent contrails like that when I was growing up. Same. And it yep. was, yeah, and it didn't even really start happening until like 2010. You know, not in like that, you know, that scale, like where I really start to notice it like every day, mm. every day, you know. And, and you turn your blue sky, you know, in short order to this just clouds everywhere, gray, yeah. dark, everybody's depressed. But, you know, also Peace people are just yeah. looking down at their phones at that point so much that that kind of explains it. But I don't know. I just, I couldn't believe people just weren't noticing, you mm. know. And so I know we're going to talk about that later, the uh, more of the and. Uh, the NPC phenomenon, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> so ta- that's why. But. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, you're right. You've sort of one of the point, one of the topics we'll, we'll bring up later is that fact. Yeah, for sure. Um, but here we go. Here's another example of something odd. Um, we'll just show this one. I'll back to screen share again. Let me know when it's up on yours. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now there is a little bit of audio in this, and when you listen to the audio, these people are startled at what they see. So let's have a quick look here. Walking along looking up and it's one of those advertising 
biplanes that's uh, pulling a, something behind it with some advertising. But the plane is stationary. Uh, I'm looking at it. It doesn't look terribly high up. Of course, they're only a biplane, so they're not meant to be too high because, of course, the people still need to see the advertising. Uh, it doesn't seem overly windy. doesn't seem like uh, the conditions are you know, enough to make a plane flying into a headwind to not make any ground. It just seems very strange that this biplane is just sitting there. However, the, when, when you see it kind of zooming in, you do see the bit of movement on the advertising, which kind of looks like a, a dollar bill of some sort or anything. Could be wrong there, but um, it's kind of, you do see a bit of a slight flap to it, but it's just stationary. The plane is motionless in the sky. And these people are visibly kind of freaked out by it, so they start filming it. You know, they actually did notice it. Um, and before we, before we discuss, let's quickly flip to this one. Here's another example. I might just mute this because this one does have sound. All right, so these people are driving along. Like, how can a, a plane appear to be hovering in midair like that? Now, it's obviously quite low. You can see the landing gear down. So they do slow down a bit, of course, for coming into approach for, for landing, um, which may attribute to the, the fact that it looks like it's standing still with the car going one way. We were sort of discussing off air before we started recording that maybe this is one of those perspective kind of issues. But I've watched planes come into land um, close to where I am. There's, um, I don't know if you've heard of the Gold Coast, which is like the beachy area of Queensland where I live. Um, very popular beaches and all that sort of stuff. There's an area called Coolangatta, which has an airport. And when you drive past that on the highway, like you act, the planes are coming very close to you to land and stuff. And you can go opposite directions as well as they're coming in. Never once has it ever looked like those planes are hovering in, in the midair. You can clearly see them still coming towards you. There is ground being made, even as you're passing under them. Again, doesn't look like to be... Um, not barely a cloud in the sky. The trees aren't moving visibly from wind. Let's have another look here. Like conditions seem pretty good to me, you know? It does... It seems like that plane is just sitting still. It's very strange. Um, I'm trying to work out what the hell is going on here. You know, is have we just... Have we witnessed maybe another glitch in the Matrix? That something got changed and it's a slight pause in the programming or... You know, I mean, we can try and explain these away with um, you know, what the possibilities of what it could be to explain it away. But let's, I'm just trying to think, maybe we should start to entertain the thought of instead of explaining them away to to not believe that what we're seeing, maybe we should flip that on its head and start thinking, well, let's take this on face value. We've seen, let's just say, for example, we've seen this two planes, two versions of them. There are multiple examples of these available to look at. What if we did see this plane hovering, standing still in the air? Like, how is that possible? It, it's not possible because a plane that has to have motion for it to stay in the air, right? That's how aerodynamics works. You know what I mean? You have to have uh, the wind uh, rushing faster over the top and slower over the bottom to create lift and all that sort of stuff. That's how it works. Um, this plane is. It That's does how appear they to be. Well, <laughs> good I mean, point. This is the thing. Good I point. actually often just think this is what's going on with airplanes in general. When you're up in one and you don't feel like you're moving or anything, it's really strange, you know. And it's such a heavy thing. And like, how did how do we so quickly figure this out? I mean, think about the time frame of like the Wright brothers and then these commercial airlines. Like, I, I just I'm always like contemplating the speed of technological developments. It just doesn't it doesn't really make sense to me. It never okay. makes sense to me. And, you know, and so there, just that alone is like, and then I don't know if you've heard about this questioning satellites as, as doing what they say, being where they say they are, how far away they are. Yeah, I just think they're like high that. altitude balloons, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's like, so I, because, you know, we lied to about the distance of the planets and the moon and what they are. And, and we're lied to about the size of the earth and, and the shape of it and the speed of it and all these things. So, so really it's, but it's interesting because if, <laughs> then, then you really have to ask a lot of questions because if it's like, <laughs> if, if, they, if somebody can just convince us that something works the way it works and all it takes is our mind power to believe it, you know, and we don't know that's what's happening, right? Say like what we're doing right now. I mean, so when I was a child, and, um, you know, my brother and I used to talk about uh, that one day we'd have phones where we could see each other in the video, you know, 
and we thought that's impossible actually but it was like this fantasy thing right and look at it i mean it's happening now but like and i don't understand really understand how this happens to be honest yeah. how the internet but we have to sort of take it for granted that it's working yeah yeah I have to take we for have granted that you actually that exist, that, he, that you're another person on the other side of the planet, well, I mean, you know? <laughs> well, not just that, the fact, okay, it's easy, it's easy to understand, like, to me, I'm a, I'm a photographer, that was my background, right? Mm-hmm. I, I work with film, though. Film's easy to understand, because you understand, like, the emotion and everything, and how that camera works, I mean, got really technically involved in that, and then, you know, I developed the film myself, and the prints, even that was all kind of magical, because you've got this chemical reaction somehow, like, creating these images, you know, from that, mm, but mm. but it felt more like something you could explain, right, but here we have these images, and, and same with film, like, filming, and, um, it, but now we've got digital filming, where we're communicating almost, there's a little bit of a lag sometimes, but, you know, almost real time, and you're in Australia, I'm in the U.S., and, and this is happening through the air. No, and, and undersea and cables. <laughs> undersea cables, right. But the last bit of it or whatever, you know, I mean, I'm using a cable too, but like some of it supposedly through the air. Correct. You've got um, zeros and ones, you know, Billions of somehow them. Yeah. putting this together again. Yeah, yeah. And this, and this is flying all around us all the time. Like all this, all the, think about all the streaming going on right now and yeah. people doing it wirelessly. And this is supposed yeah. to be like, floating around us and through our bodies like it doesn't even i can't personally understand that i'm sorry i mean maybe i'm not like such a technical you know i'm not a computer programmer or whatever but i think even then if you are the only way you make that work is that you believe the foundational principles you're taught or you you know you're shown how to do it most people just are shown how to do things they don't really question Mm. how that's possible Mm. right you know i kind of liken it to analog the analog world that we used to know to the digital world that we know now and there is it's like a it's 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 literally a split there is no melding of the two you know what i mean that it's it's one technology versus another and it kind of makes me wonder well when when did that split take place and right you know what i mean because all of a sudden we've let go of the analog world i remember learning in high school in in early high school to to type on an actual typewriter in you know, yeah. a typing class or whatever, you know, and yeah. I'm like, and all of a sudden, then you, you, you go to school the, the next year later, they're all gone and you've got computers sitting in front of you like, oh, oh, okay, it's all digital now. Like yeah. there was, you know, yeah. And because Wait. those two technologies, I, I really don't, I can't think of any examples offhand of, of those technologies uh, melding together. You know what I mean? Uh, to me, it's all—it's yeah. either one or the other. There isn't—it's—it it was a split that took place. Right. There's a natural progress in older technologies where you yeah. can see like the predecessor and how it would easily like lend itself to the next stage, hmm. but you can't see that in this. It's just something new, and that's why some people will say, "Well, it's alien technology or something," and it was just like handed to us, and that's why it's all happened so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I don't know. Again, it's like well. If they're aliens, to me, they're probably native to the planet and we're just kept from seeing them or something, you know, mm. not really like from some distant, far away place. Let, um, me, let me pose this to you. Yeah. You hear the term, okay. remember the term that we, we kind of grew up with in terms of aliens. Now, an alien, there's two. Alien itself is one. Let me just describe what that actually means. When we refer to someone as an alien. They could actually, you know, they call them an illegal alien, which is someone from a foreign land not another planet they call it right. someone from a land other than yours and what about the term extraterrestrial now right that terrestrial means land the, the planet we're on right extra meaning another or or more so that just that doesn't mean another planet that means a land further away another land that's not here you know what i mean so they're not i don't right. i don't think that they're talking about a planet I think they're talking about land that's further away that we just don't know of. Like, you know what I mean? On the other side, the ice wall, like that kind of. Basically, land. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you talk about how we've probably been lied to about everything that we know about right now, and they, you know, these uh, the people that are aware of this knowledge, you know, keep these secrets from us and have societies built around these secrets. You know, um, yeah, I, I do think we've been lied to about. Yeah, you see these examples that people put up on social media and stuff about what they think the world actually looks like. And I kind of tend to agree with them that it's we're mm-hmm. in this kind of bubble that we're in with a wall around it. And then there might be a bit more space. And then there's another section with their own little solar system or, or 
you know, localized oh, yeah. sun and stuff that's very close to them. Um, and it's just further over there. Then there's another one over there and then there's another one over there. But they're so far away we can't get to them, you know what I mean? Right. I think someone has in the past, though. I think they, they may have worked out how to get to us. Yeah. And what we're seeing as aliens are actually just people yeah. from foreign lands. Yeah. Right. And uh, we've got, I mean, there's all these, you know, it was Captain Cook, I think, was exploring on the, the ice wall and yeah. you know, went something like 60,000 miles up and down the wall and couldn't find an entry. Correct. And how does he go 65,000 miles if the Earth's only so big and he couldn't even have, done, you know, doesn't even make, yeah. that doesn't make sense at all. And that was before the international treaties. Yeah, protecting the Antarctica, right? And, and, and those are real ship yeah. logs too. They's, that's not hearsay. Yes. He's literally written that in his ship logs that yeah. they've sailed that distance. Yeah, you're right. Right. <laughs> Lends credence to some further thought there for sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to turn this specifically into a flat Earth discussion, but man, right, right, right. you really do have to be open to these kinds of things. You know that there are other possibilities. Right. You start talking about the matrix, then you have to kind of question a lot of things and like, yeah. what's the nature? the world then and what um and i can i just say something about matrix like what i think about um yeah sure what a matrix i mean i don't know we should maybe like premise this a little bit with uh, preface this a little bit with like a sort of what is that right because um i'm of kind of two minds with this one on one hand i think okay um maybe there's a natural order i mean there is a natural order i think and that's like we can call it a matrix and that's the natural world and it has its own kind of laws or whatever right and um order and then there's like the the artificial matrix that that I think is being built around us, and is the attempt is to get us to kind of get sucked into that, so that we'll kind of disconnect from the other one. Now, if the other one, the original one that we know of as nature, is also some kind of simulation, see, I don't know if that's true or not. I feel like that could be a psyop because if we believe, if we're questioning that, and we actually believe, okay, that's another kind of computer simulation, then we're a little more willing to go into a new one. They're like, well, it's already a simulation, so why not just pop over into Zuckerberg's, you know, metaverse or whatever? What does it matter? Yeah. And that seems like there's it's just another kind of version of a reality. Yeah. Because you get these like prominent kind of mainstream physicists or whatever kind of proposing those things, you know, and mm -hmm. and like I think it, with the intent of like getting us to be okay with this other transformation they're trying to. Yeah, gotcha. Import. Okay. Yeah, being, so think, being more open to accepting it in a sense, yeah. Yeah, because the um, in the fifties, I don't know if you about the if you know about the cybernetics movement, cyberneticians, and they were these uh, the brain doctors, you know, that working for the CIA and the mind control experiments. And I talked a little bit about this on Adam's show mm -hmm. last a few weeks ago. But the point is that at these meetings they had these they called them Macy's meetings. They were held at the Macy's Foundation in New York um, for like a ten year period or five-year period and 10 meetings or can't remember which but they um said at the, the meetings some of the meetings were closed there were no notes you know any um it's all confidential we never got to see those but some of them they actually said we need to make they figured out that like you were saying at the beginning of the show that we get these inputs you know to our brain from the external world mm -hmm. that then we interpret and that's how we interpret our, our external world correct and they realized this that's what they were why they were working with the brain so closely they're trying to figure out exactly how that works and how they can manipulate it. Yep. But what they what they concluded was the environment is key in terms of like how we behave. Right? Our environment like is huge part component to like how we behave and what we do because you know we can't we have to interact with it. And once a person's isolated completely and sensory deprived, they are their psyche is like broken. They can recreate you, whatever you know. Um, so that's why they use these isolation techniques for torturing people and like trying to wear them down so they can reprogram, brainwash them. Well, they said at the meetings, we need to create, because understanding that, they need, said that we need to create um, an artificial matrix. This is import, all the important thing, the key to like our mind control, because they were saying openly they need to steer humanity into behaving, you know, the way they want. Mm -hmm. um, they called it cybernetics, meaning a steersman from Greek. Like, um, so oh, they were okay. steering yeah. humanity, and they didn't think it was a, they didn't think it was a big deal to talk about it like that. They talked about it openly, like we, you know, uh, one of them, Delgado, Jose Delgado, who worked with like putting electrodes into monkeys and brains and then like remote controlling them. He said he wrote a book called The Psycho Civilized Man. Like, this is about. He said that everybody would be happier. <laughs> 
<laughs> they could be controlled from birth through their brains with the, you know, that we control, like they decide they're going to control us and that's yeah. good for us, right? So now they kind of couch these things in different terms that sound so scary. Like they used to be a lot more open about it. Now they're kind of like, you know, they're still talking about mind control and controlling everybody in our behavior, but it's sort of, it's a little bit more sneaky because we, people did finally protest against that and there was a, an outcry and they kind of had to like go dark with these programs, right, mm -hmm. after that. So, um, so the point being, the key message is that they already in the 50s were discussing how to create a matrix and make us live in it. Okay, and that's important to understand. And the internet is all about that. That's the first step. You know, I mean, now it's Internet of Things is next, uh, holograms, you know, virtual reality, augmented reality, you know, so that there's this blurred lines between the digital world and the natural world and having us live as avatars. I mean, this is what all the futurists constantly talk about. Like, this is a good thing. Um, and, of course, the pandemic was to push us into more uh, more readily accepting this as a need. You know, before it was like a, a, it would be just an extra thing if you want it for fun or not. But then it became like a necessity, you know, having Zoom meetings and everything. Mm -hmm. So this is where... Yeah, I mean, this is where they're going with it. And so so it's really important to understand that because it's all about this matrix. And it's going to be, they want us to live like in the Matrix movies, you know, where we won't know. At some point, somebody will they'll be born, people will be born into the world not knowing that they're hooked up to life support and hooked up to, and they're the battery even, mm -hmm. you know, somehow finding a way for our biologies to be, to power the digital stuff inside of us and that's not far-fetched because there's already jewelry like um there there's some israeli student you know made this jewelry is one case this is one example already some years ago that could be powered by your body that you like hook onto yourself and it lights up and whatever you know so <laughs> but i think like the idea is they want to figure out how to make us batteries to power the 5g net around us to you know, to get us hooked up to virtual reality headsets so that we don't really know. I mean, I was just reading that there was even like some years back, um, not that many years ago, a meeting conference where they were showing like how cows, they're actually already putting virtual reality headsets on cows so that the cows would produce more milk because the cows would believe that they're in a greener, more beautiful place and it would make wow. them have to produce more milk. And they thought this is a good idea. So, I mean, the implications of that, right, that's just monstrous. But that's like, well, people won't mind that they're imprisoned in their homes for the next million lockdowns are going to impose because we'll have our VR headsets and we'll all be having fun and we'll feel good. And we won't really, you know, and at some point you just don't know the difference anymore. Yeah. That's just life, you know, and that's going to be life for children born into that. So, um, Matrix slaves, right? Anyway, mm. that's well, my... On that. <laughs> no, I mean, and, and it makes a lot of sense too. And just while you were speaking, I'm just sort of showing the viewers. Like Ethan's put up over at TOTT News, you can see China claims success in controlling a bird's mind. Um, mm. You know, there's that one. Uh, I was yeah. just, I was just showing this one before as well. Uh, companies, w, World Economic Forum, companies can already decode your brainwaves. Say the WEF presenter. Mm -hmm. You know, they are, they're doing this, but you know. Well, I wouldn't say behind closed doors because they're kind of talking about it openly yeah. now. Like you sort of said, they've sort of, they're just sort of blurting it out now. They don't really care anymore. Um, you know, this sort of stuff. And just quickly, that was the cloud I was referring to as well oh, over Turkey. yeah. Yeah, that's a weird one. I, that's, yeah. I feel like that I've was seen something just, similar to that before in Arizona once. Yeah. yeah and it's not, it's not Photoshopped as well because there's multiple yeah. examples of it, even videos of this. And there's news presenters in like mm. America that were talking about this as well that they've never seen anything like it before. And it was close to the region where the earthquake took place as well. So very strange. Uh, um, but yeah, so, but just back on that stuff. Yeah, very, um, you're right. There's there's some very mysterious things happening. Are we just showing some examples there? But is it because the world um, that we're seeing around oh, us is, I... is scripted? Oh, Go on, please. No, I didn't say, I also have seen planes like that. Um, I was going to just give my person, we talked about this off air before we started. Sure, go for it. But when I was living in Arizona, um, you know, we'd drive into, we'd have, we had an airport in Tucson, we'd drive into Tucson, and sometimes we just see, well, we're driving, okay, and the plane's like there, but it just doesn't seem like it's moving. It doesn't make any sense. Like, we keep seeing it like it's just stationary, these huge jets, you know, and mm -hmm. and it happened multiple times, and we just, we kept staring, and we're like, what? 
like that can't be right. Like how's that right? You know, and and we just have to dismiss it by thinking, well, it must there must be some physics explanation we don't understand. You know, like perspective thing or whatever. And this is the problem. Like, the, you know, that's what we default to. Like, well, we're just lay people, and I'm not a scientist, and so I just don't understand. <laughs> we, and, we, and we don't think about it. Well, most most yeah. the most people just won't consider it. Or they'll say it's too hard to think about. It. It's too hard. I don't understand. I can't compute, you know, I'm a mm. robot. <laughs> they, yeah. they, so they don't consider it. They don't think about it. But yeah, we kind of do think about it, but maybe we think about it in terms of, well, you know, I haven't, I'm not up to speed on the technology. I'm not up to speed on how that all works, but at least we're kind of giving it some conscious thought, I guess. But um, I don't know, to me, look, it just seems very odd that oh, I personally haven't seen it myself. Every time, like I said, I've, I've seen an airplane coming into land. It's it's at speed. You can see it making even gradual distance, even if it's you know maybe a kilometer away, and you know you're driving close to the airport or whatever. Um, you know you can you still see it coming in. It's still approaching. You know um, I've never seen a plane that looks like it's frozen in midair before. Yeah. Very odd. Um, now this this is another example. I'll just quickly show this for the listeners uh, for the the members as well. Um, we, we do kind of, this is in Australia, by the way, folks, near Hanging Rock, um, called Gravity Gravity Hill, they call it. To the, to the observer, to the naked eye, it looks like the hill is going on a down gradient. However, objects seem to be rolling up the hill, um, which is very weird because as a human being, when you're walking around that space and you're looking at the distance and the horizon and the hills, you've got convergence lines of hills and things like this and you clearly look like the way the cameraman's standing there pointing at it, it turns around and pans across and it, it looks like there's a hill going up you know what mm-hmm. i mean like you would think you'd be looking down seeing down further into the scenery or whatever's down the hill but it looks like it's going up you know what i mean so they they yeah they, they jump in the car ignition's off he's off the pedals handbrakes off and then they start to roll what appears to be up a hill <laughs> it's very strange although moving. i look at it and i kind of see it like it's going downhill <laughs> oh really see maybe see, again maybe that's it's a like perspective weird. thing yeah. i look at it and i think that motherfucker's going uphill you know <laughs> now looking that way it looks like up the hill yeah yeah it does look so like, when you like see when you look them, to the side it looks more like it right? yeah if you're looking dead on in that sort of convergence line perspective yeah, kind of view it may look it, like yeah if you look at it long enough it does kind of look like they're perhaps going down a hill but when you they pan across and you see the the rest of the horizon and the and the tree lines and the hills, it then they come back. You're like, oh hey, that, it does look like he's going uphill. So it's very strange. Right. Um, so maybe that's just an optical illusion. Um, and I like I said off air as well. Um, there was an example of that uh, in the UK, I think Scotland, and also I saw another one in the US. It definitely looks like there's. Um, two hills converging at the bottom of a hill and then the guy gets out rolls the ball what looks like down the hill it actually rolls back towards him and you're like what's going on but then he gets a, a carpenter's level out and he puts it on the road and you can see the bubble is pointing up the hill so it, it is a perspective thing on some of those but it's still very strange you know what i mean like uh, it doesn't see it just doesn't seem natural to me <laughs> it seems like well, kind of like why can't we trust our own vision or well, yeah. like, observations right anyway yeah. like we should be able to we should be able to kind of, right now here's a weird one for you too all right so you still got my screen there let's look at this so what we're seeing here is i think it's in maybe in india or an asian country perhaps that's a bird in the screen there okay its wings are up like it's about it's it was about to flap downwards to move you clearly see there's no winds the trees aren't moving it's not yeah you see a lot of birds sailing in the sky they've got the wings open out flat because they're they're sort of sailing in the sky you know another bird just flies past you can see that there's another bird flapping away this bird it's kind of bouncing a little bit it moves up and down a little bit Okay, I'll every, say that it looks. I, I feel like it looks. Um, I don't know. It looks yeah, like a, I, I, I looked at. It, I thought, oh, it's on a string. Someone's it's just sitting there, and it's not or, real. <laughs> you know. Let me just scroll forward a little bit here. Yeah. Um, there's another bit. You can actually see it move. Another bird goes past. So it's very strange. 
I wish they were closer with the video, but he's yeah. across the street. Um, okay, so here we go. Van pulls up. He's zoomed in a little bit now. And people are actually coming out and looking at it. They're going, what's going on? This is weird. So this guy ends up with a big stick with something like a net or something on the end of it. Oh, it looks like a scrubbing brush or something on the end of it. And he's like, what's going on? He... So Whoa, it, what? But you see, oh, wow. it flaps away. Oh, and it, But there it looks like it's got one wing up and it's kind of just sitting there like it's stuck on something. No, can it be? It does stuck? it again. Well, there's a kind of crane um, off to the side, but that no, that's like cool. a boom gate. It's a boom gate. Oh, okay. So he's trying to hit the bird to say, like, "What are you doing? Like, move out of the way! Like, what's going on?" Hmm. And the video is nearly finished, but you you watch. He does get a better handle on it here. Kind of knocks it again. It does have that appearance like it's dangling on something, hey, but then then it just flies away. So, I don't know. I can't explain that. Again, it's very strange. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to skip this one. Let's go to... Here's another example of a plane. And he goes for 30 seconds. He goes, that plane... This is sort of, I think, an example of what you saw. You're driving Mm -hmm. across, open plane kind of thing. Open field, the area. And the plane's just sitting there. Yeah. And I've I've done this myself, but I've never experienced a plane that appears to be literally just hovering in the one spot. How is it not moving? It should be covering some ground. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. Here's, an, here's another example for uh, that, that's a military plane. That's a cargo military plane. Again, very low landing gear down, but it's sitting in the one spot. Hmm. You know, um, there's a few of these. It's there's another one right off in the distance. This one's a bit hard. It's a bit too far away. I'll just skip to the next one. Uh, this one's a bit better. Here we go. I know. I know. We're seeing a lot of these where they're again. It's one's driving one way. One's going should be going the other way but you, you almost get side on with that one and it doesn't look like it's covering any ground it's just sitting in the one spot you know and he's visibly freaked out by it. he's like he's holding the camera behind him as he's driving like dangerous might add you can actually see him pulling over the side of the road there um and it's off in the distance now you can't see it but there's another example there here's a this one's a bit shit because he's too far away uh, unless he gets closer i can't remember Nah, it's just another example mm. of a, a bird with its wings up hovering in the sky, but that one you can't really make out too well. Uh, another bird. This one's actually flapping its wings, though. This one I understand mm-hmm. because it's, it does actually look windy. I can kind of mm-hmm. gauge the clouds behind her actually moving a bit. You see that all the time on the, when you're down the beach. You know, yeah. a bird will be sitting there hovering in the sky. You know, that's not very... That one well, I don't really put get, much into. Yeah, because you've got these kind of like little turbines. Like yeah, little ex- wind, exactly. Um, yeah. Tunnel thing. Yeah. Um, Again, that's a bit too far away, a bit fuzzy, that one. So that's not the best example. I'll just pause that one. Um, but anyway, that's that's examples of things like planes and birds just look very odd. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I, I, I'm not there. I can't explain it. But to me, it's it's one of that sort of bit of a high strangest, you know what I mean? Like if people are... Examples, people visibly kind of like, well, what is going on? And they're, they're around, they're at least observing it. You know, like they're not walking around and not seeing something above them. Um because I think quite often when you see people walking around, let me just stop the screen share for a second there. So when you see people sort of walking around, not noticing anything, um, and then there's one person, only one person filming something, to me that kind of lends more credence that it's been faked because it's only the videographer filming it and perhaps is you know no one notices it. So it's quite easy to fake yeah. that way. But when you've got multiple people in the video looking up and, and being quite either, either visibly shaken or, or curious or, you know, trying to interact with the thing that they're, <laughs> they're curious about, to me, it kind of lends a bit more credence to what the fuck's going on. Like, it's a very kind of glitchy in a sense, you know? I mean, I don't know explaining it. So my version of explaining it is maybe this is a simulation. That's quite simply just a glitch in the simulation. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I'll give you an example of what I kind of see that way. This is—it's going to sound maybe a little trivial, but it, it made a big impact on me. 
Mm-hmm. So I was living in the city, Washington, D.C., and I used to have a dog walking company um, business. So I was walking dogs every day, and I had this client, um, kind of new still, and I've been there a few times already, and um, you know, had the dog was on like the schedule a few times a week, not every day, but I remember just thinking, oh, I really like the color of this door next, juxtaposed on the color of the, you know, facade, like brick facade, like, and I remember it was kind of like this lime green, and, and I was like, oh, I really like that lime green color. The, the door was lime green? Yeah, the door yeah. This, was like a lime green, and I really liked the color a lot, and I, I paid attention to it, and I'm, you know, I'm an artist, so I, I work with colors, painting, you know, so um, next time I went there, I don't think it was the next day, but maybe a day later, after I noticed the door a few times, okay, not just once, I was like, what happened? The door is a different color. And, and it was like, okay, it wasn't like they painted it because it, it had all these scuff marks on it, it was old. And um, it was like a, not like a hugely different color, but it was a yellow kind of color, and it definitely uh-huh. didn't have the lime green. And it wasn't a different door. I was looking like, did they replace the door for some reason? But like, no, the same handle, same knocker, you know, like very distinguishing things yeah, on yeah, it. Features, yeah. And I didn't dare ask them, like, did you change your door? Because I think I'm crazy. But I was like, it really freaked me out. It really freaked me out because I was like, this is not the same. I know it's not the same. I happened to pay attention to this detail and <laughs> And it changed, and I was like, "It changed what?" what? <laughs> you know, <I> was like, <laughs> you know oh, that reminds me of, and I I did talk about a little bit with on a previous member show as well. Like this, we, we did sort of do a bit of a simulation CERN super collider kind of um, a member episode I did with Andy once, but it it does remind me of those Mandela effect kind of situations. That, yeah, right. I actually put a bit of weight into that because. To, to, to me, again, that's like another clue. Like, I, I think that these things we're seeing, like these glitches in the matrix, are kind of like, it's a clue. And if you're not switched on to be able to notice these little clues, to notice that something's not right, you know, something has changed, maybe this isn't real. Maybe this isn't, the reality we're experiencing isn't actually the reality that I, I think it is. You know what I mean? I've, yeah. I think these are little clues to try and pick up on. Um, and I think that those Mandela effect things... Uh, are some of that as well you know like something has been changed and there, there are people that are not the npcs and we're going to get into that very shortly that are noticing these things because we have this kind of you know we were accepting these internal and external inputs not just external inputs you know and in our minds in ourselves we're kind of rem- they call it misremembering but yeah. When when multiple yeah. people are experiencing yeah. the same thing, and I mean multiple, I mean thousands of people are experiencing the same thing, it kind of lends credence to it. But then when they show example, like there's there's a very famous example of that, which was the Berenstein or the Berenstain Bears, you know, right. that children's book, right? <laughs> yeah. And people will say, no, no, it's always been the Berenstein. And then the other groups go, no, no, it's Berenstain. And look at it now, they'll go, look, yeah. here's the book, it's Berenstain Bears. But then someone will go, no, 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 here's my version of the book. Look, Berenstein Bears. And they've got two of them are existing in the same reality for some reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the official story is, no, no, it's Berenstein. But then someone's going, I have Berenstein right here. Like, look at it, you know? And there was one well, recently American, with like... I'll, I'll say, I'll say Berenstein, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know which one that is that you're saying. <laughs> but, well, it's S-T-E-I-N or S-T-A-I-N. Oh, E-I-N definitely is what yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's the same with me, but apparently it's That's staying. why I grew up reading, yeah. 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 I don't um, have any copies left of that myself, but okay, I have I have evidence. I have evidence of a different one. Oh, right, I just it. I was on another show recently um, with um, on the Missing Link. I don't know if you thought, you know that one's a Canadian one um, with Jesse, but he was talking about this Mandela effect, and he said, you know that it's saying now, he's like, remember those Ed McMahon sweepstakes things in the, in the like, 70s, 80s? And I was like, yeah, I remember that. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, they come, you know, somebody come to your door with a big check, like somebody would win to get a big check. As yeah, even I remember that stuff, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, Ed McMahon, right? He's like, well, they're trying to say now that didn't happen. And I was like, what? And so I remembered that in a movie from 1984, Fletch, with Chevy Chase, yeah, yeah, yeah. that he talks about Ed McMahon, and I, I download the movie, and it's still in there. Yeah, there you says, go. He says, look, he's like, goes to his apartment because somebody's asking for money, for alimony, for his ex-wife, and he's yeah. like, 
oh look he's going through his mail he's like oh ed mcmahon leipzig's like the guy won a million dollars and he's yeah. like oh no i lost you know it's like look yeah. look it says there were you, know? yeah, you may have already won sort of thing yeah he, you're right he shows it and i have a screen capture of it actually i can i don't i don't think i don't know if i can share it yeah you can screen share i'm pretty sure okay. you can screen share um, it. but but i was like see it's because some because the point about that is like okay if if it is a matrix thing and they change something um does it change all versions of it at once, or does some of them get missed? Like you said, well, some people still have a copy of the one way. And yeah, some I think it, some it, of them it, get missed. I think it doesn't. Yeah. yeah, and and I kind of likened it to like you know when they fire up the CERN super collider, something's happening every time they fire that thing up, and there's like a a shift in in our in our version of our reality, our universe that we know it. It shifts and it yeah. it starts to push into another one before it's pushed out and where we kind of get these transition periods you know where it's one universe is sort of pushing against the next one and before we know it in a few years time that universe that we knew it's it's not a reality anymore we're in the new one but we right. kind of see these these shifts and that's why some people have the same version of it like i kind of wonder that in you know 10 years time i'm going to go back and listen to this and I'm going to go, I'm going to go and download Fletch and see if that's in that movie or in that scene might not be there weird. anymore. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's completed its change. You know what I mean? It's very strange. Like, I think these things, there's got to be a way to kind of keep them forever to capture these things. And maybe, yeah, maybe this new digital version that we're doing is, isn't it, is actually allowing us to capture these things forever. I'm not too sure. Haven't quite figured that out yet, but. Um, I'm having trouble finding it. It's funny because now I can't find it. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> it's already been pushed out. It's pushed out. It's gone. <laughs> no, I can, I can find, if I can't find the screen ca- capture I already did, I can find, I'll get out the movie. I just, now I need to know because I'm like, oh no. Um, I'm just blowing your mind. Right? It's gone. Right. Um, I know. Okay. I have it in email because I sent it. Okay. I'll get the email out. Yeah. While it. you're looking for that, I'll just, I'll just bring up another one that I <laughs> okay. recently heard of. Is that um, obviously you know the uh, extremely terrible breakfast cereal called Fruit Loops, right? Right. How how yeah. do you spell it? The whole thing. Uh, Fruit Loops. L O O P S. Yeah, and the first word. Fruit, like um, like fruit. F R U I T. Right. People are like, no, no. They it used to be on the box F R O O T, and the fruit yeah. the were the two part of two uh, actual Fruit yeah. Loops made up the two O's as well as the loops. And they're like, mm-hmm. no, I've got, and people are showing examples where yeah. they can go, yeah. look, it's fruit, as in O-O. Yeah, yeah. it was. What? And people are like, no, yeah. I grew up with it as a kid. It's F-R-U-I-T, and the loops is the only thing that has yeah. the loops in it, you know? There's a, yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. It's another, it's another weird uh, one. <laughs> and this is interesting because, you know, it's like a way of gaslighting us, too, all the, all like, constantly, because, Big time. you know, um, this idea that we have, even They're this forcing idea their reality onto us, yeah. Right. And the idea of mental illness really lends itself to being able to like just categorize people and label them and then do what they want with the ones they call ill. And because, oh, because you're ill because you don't see reality the way I do or the way I'm dictating it to you. Right. So that makes you ill. And, yep. <laughs> and that movement actually kind of coincided with the brain doctors in the 50s. They started the mental hygiene, international mental hygiene conferences or something, you know, and started to educate people about signing warning signs, you know, mental illness, like people behaving weird, other people in your family, you know, it's that whole part starting to be like, oh, you better check. And oh, that person could end up, if they're behaving that way, they might become violent or, you know, so and they said they might have a brain disorder or, um, you know, so there's this, it's, I think that's intentional as well, because that's how you also control people and get them to believe, because it's like, they're doing this all the time right now, this, um, you know, people are anti-vaxxers or crazy, mm-hmm. you know, they've got mental illness, they should be re-educated, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, that kind of talk is scary. Yeah, I'm going to blow and, your mind. Have you found it, by the way? Have you got it up uh, on your screen? Yeah, there? I think so. I've got, um, no, that's yours. Oh, hold on. I'm almost there. You're right. Oh, you're going to show me something? You're showing yeah, me something. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to blow your mind yeah. in the meantime. Here we it's, go. All right. Right. And and when in the in one of the groups I was reading with regards to this Fruit Loops, Fruit Loops thing, they were like, oh, no, look, they've changed it again. Like, people are becoming consciously aware that they are changing mm. it back yeah. to the way it was. Right? So here we go. Let me just... <laughs> it's gonna, this is going to freak you out, man. I'll tell you. <laughs> All right. Tell me when you got my screen. You got my screen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So even Wikipedia shows it as F-R-O-O-T. 
Right? Yeah. And you yeah. look down, uh, Kellogg's Fruit Loops. What? Yeah, and here we go. Daily Mail even did a little thing on it here. Let me just click on it. Fruit Loops is not spelled Fruit Loops. The bizarre reason they're telling that they're trying to gaslight you in an article. Here we go. This is what I'm saying. I'm... <laughs> the bizarre reason you've been spelling your childhood favorite cereal wrong all this time. All this time. See what I mean? You remembered it as F R U I T. And you're not alone. You're not alone. Here we go. Look. See? They're like, exactly what it looked like yeah right but now they're right. like no no this is what it is it's always no, been no. that way apparently no no i don't believe them. <laughs> don't believe them at all because i watched a lot of television and i ate a lot of fruit loops <laughs> there you go that's, that's what i'm saying and i'm a visual artist and i remember things like that yeah you know so it's like i mean unfortunately i did eat a lot of fruit loops and i i love them you know i admit i don't anymore <laughs> yeah yeah obviously but yeah see and even wikipedia you know I'd stare at this because what did you do when you were a kid before you had iPads and iPods and all kinds of crap to distract yourself with a screen? We looked at things around us. You read the cereal box. That's what you did as a kid. You sat there reading the cereal box. Every single word of that cereal box for school is all I read. Yeah. And you read fine print everything. Like, so who are you going to trust? The person who, who stared at those box every day for, you know, before school or like they're, you know, that thing no 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 they didn't do that <laughs> because you know how else we can know it is because back then they didn't kind of they didn't misspell things for um products the way they do all, all the time now you know what i'm saying like they actually tried to stick with like um the correct spellings of words instead of changing it completely right that's like kind of a newer trend to just like spell it however you know crazy with a I don't know, you know, with K and mm, like, mm. you know, with two E's or however yep. you want to do it. Yep. But that's not what they used to do. And that to me looked completely wrong. I know that's wrong. Same. That well, I agree with you. I remember yeah. it being F-R-U-I-T. Yeah. Well, and I also was, I know there's another Mandela Effect one that's listed as like, um, so interview with a vampire or, or with the vampire and that's a small thing, but I this kind of freaked me out. It's because, uh, isn't it? Like, isn't it a vampire? It uh, I thought it was a, uh, but interview with a like, vampire. No, it's interview with the vampire. No, <laughs> no, no it's not. The, fuck no, off. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta tell you that because this is where the matrix must be real because or something's going on because I was sure it was uh, a vampire, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna prove it because I have it in my collection. Yeah. And I like copy. Well, I looked and it said the in my handwriting. Like, I had written the, and I was like, there's no way I'd written that. Yeah. Like, I didn't write that. I, it was, <laughs> that was the most crazy yeah. thing. Well, I just typed it into uh, the search engine there, interview with a vampire, and of course comes up with Wikipedia, interview with the vampire. Yeah. Like, I always remember is a, is a vampire, yeah, interview, right. interview with a vampire. It, yeah. It doesn't even kind of make sense as a title to me as much as a. But if you look yeah, it up and, and you look up Mandela Effect, you'll see that a lot of other it's people, of again, thousands of people, mm. remember it as a. a. There you go. So. Isn't that crazy, hey? Well, there's another one. Have you got that um, screen? Yeah. Uh, um, no, wait, wait. Well, let on. me. I'll end my screen share. Okay. Um, that way you should be able to start. I downloaded it from my attachment, so it should be in the downloads here. And okay, there it is. Um. I have the movie too. I could even like play it, but again, it won't have the audio. Yeah, but I think the capture will be good once it opens. Okay, okay, I've got it open. So how do I? So I go to sh let me go back to Skype and it should be on, on my version of Skype. It's on the bottom row where like the hang up, the mic. Yeah. It's got chat and then yeah. screen share. Okay, yeah. so it's share screen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, desktop. Yeah, this one. Yeah, you just pick which one you want. Okay. Here we go. Yep. Can you see it? Yep, I can see that. He's pointing to Ed McMahon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, there you, you know, go. The grand prize, $2 million. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard to see, like, the writing Ed McMahon, but he's saying it, and he's pointing to it. And, yeah, so... Yeah. And, and it's like, obviously, that was a cultural reference at the time. Everybody knew what that was. That's why it was funny. Because mm. we all kind of knew, well, nobody wins that. You always so has one or something and has you know. the host of that show that you were talking to um 
What was his example of them trying to get rid of it? Did, did he give you one? Did he show you one of them trying oh, to say no, that it's not Ed McMahon? He just said, did you know they're saying that didn't, that wasn't a real thing? And I haven't I haven't actually done internet searches on this yet. Yeah, okay, it'll be um, interesting to see what they're coming up with because yeah. obviously we've got proof that you know it wasn't that, but I would like to see that um, yeah, who's the other version of it. Yeah, that. that's interesting. I that podcast last week. All right, I'm going to go back to um, unshit. Stop yeah, just sharing. stop sharing. Yeah, cool. Okay. Wow, that is fun. It's interesting, isn't it? So that's why I sort of liken this to maybe this is what we're experiencing. You know, we're seeing examples, little clues of something being changed around us in the current reality that we know. Because there's so many, you know, there's so many proofs of um, the 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 lie that we've been told. You know, like we can pr- provably say with that pretty much without a shadow of a doubt that you know things like the moon landing didn't happen. You know, that the the sun and the moon are, aren't you know you know, 600,000 miles away or whatever they say it is, you know, like when there's video footage of clouds passing behind the moon that people have and stuff like this, you know, like uh, even with people with like powerful, those zoom in P90, P900 fucking cameras and stuff, they can zoom in and see shit that's, you know, it's a lot of these things that are disproving the reality that we've been fed to, you know what I mean? Um, and then they get, of course, gaslighted and say, oh, you're crazy, you know, science tells us this, blah, blah, blah. Don't listen to your own senses, you know, like ignore your yeah. own senses. Um <laughs> So it's very interesting. I All right, well, we're sort of just... The, oh, sorry. I tore apart the moon landings and um, John Hamer's science, um, uh, falsification, falsification of science. Falsification of science, science. yeah. yeah. Done a show that. on that as well. And, yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah it's... well, I, I was the one who, like, I came in with my photography expertise to tear apart those photos because there's just no, there's just, there's no way. None of that that they said. Of, and, it's, and it's not the kind of ones they usually talk about, like the waving flag and, you know, waving and stuff. Um, mm. There's actually a lot more to it than that. Oh, hell yeah. Just, Absolutely. Just the textual perspective. The, cu- the cubic lines, lines, you know, they talk about the cubic lines as well. Yeah. Well. Yep. Those as well. But, but just the, the fact of like bringing a house of blood camera, oh, camera I've worked with a lot into those conditions and using it the way they said in the film and everything, none of that could be, is possible. Yeah. If they, especially, I mean, it's funny because it's their own, um, they should be a little more careful because they're like, well, they tell us that like, the moon does have no, has no atmosphere. And so it's like, below 200 degrees in the shadow and then you go in the sun and it's like above it's like 200 degrees above you know mm. and so so obviously that alone would like affect your film like extremely and a battery oh, yeah. and yeah, yeah. you know and there'd be a major static electricity which would destroy your film as well and all these things like they don't bother to like you know they're kind of lazy about it really i mean yeah. in a way they can be because they don't really care if we believe or not because they still have the the power and most people believe i guess and maybe yeah. that's where we can talk about the most people what most people means right yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then they come yeah. out and say oh yeah they, then they sort of change the story a little bit to kind of fit the narrative be like oh no no we were wrong the, the moon actually does has some atmosphere oh yeah right how right. <laughs> you know like <laughs> well i did it before and i'm saying it has and, right oh they it's don't, so bad yeah never yeah. what is it nasa is like never a straight answer. That's, the best. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. That's what the acronym actually stands for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we're pushing into the second part of the episode now. So I hope uh, all the listeners out there enjoyed that first half. So the, the second half of this one, we're going to basically get into um, one of the reasons why we kind of think that this is, I guess, perhaps the um, as close to a scientific reason for a lot of this stuff that we're happening, uh, taking place. Um, and it really comes down to, I guess, the individual consciousness and the people we see around us. And um, we're probably, I'm going to throw in some, you know, some Matrix references in here as well now. because it does make sense. It I know that helps you're us afraid. To, uh, wrap our head around you're afraid of us. These kinds of things you're afraid of change. Let me just here I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Alrighty folks, if you like what you've heard so far, please head over to patreon.com forward slash Real News Australia. Sign up, you can uh, just join for one month if you want and piss off and get get all the content you want and binge it all. 
it's up to you. Otherwise, if you don't want to support Patreon, head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash General Maddox. If you don't want to support Patreon, because they are they do tend to censor some people, but Buy Me A Coffee so far is uh, doing quite well. Head over there, folks, and uh, support the show. If you uh, want to, again, just join up for a month, that's up to you. You can support me long-term if you want, like many members have. And thank you to all those that do. Uh, but you, if you do like this show and you want to hear the rest, please do think about contributing. Thank you.